Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. All right, well, welcome back and to our second episode of So-Called Parents. Um, and this one's called The Boiling Point. Ooh. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that doesn't get you in. Don't know what will. But so the what that we mean by that is when you just get to that point where you just lose your stuff on your kids. Way to censor that, right? <laughs> and and after that happens, like you know, there's all these feelings that come with it. Like you're either just so, so angry and like you're trying to justify, like they're always doing this. Like I'm I'm. It's okay that I feel this way. and uh, Or you just like, the guilt hits you and you're like, oh, that was just such a fail. <laughs> like, you know? And so all these things that go with it. Um, yeah, so that's that's the topic today. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start by, we're just going to, there's a time, I want to share a time when like, when this happened with me. Um, I think Jordan has one too, an example. Yeah, I don't know if I have like a specific example. I just know that it happens way too often for me. Um, I know I'm like super triggered by overwhelm. So when there's a lot to do at home, a lot to do at work. So Trent used to coach basketball, high school basketball. 10 years. So when that season was happening, I was triggered way faster just kind of felt like I was alone doing things a lot. And so, yeah. um, I mean, usually the kids coach widow, it's I a was, real thing. <laughs> it is a real thing. I sympathize with any of you who are living that life right now. Um, but it was like when kids are fighting or sometimes it's even when they're actually just playing nicely, but they're just like so loud yeah. and they don't hear anything we, you're trying to say. We have a super small, like house, like our house is, is great for us, but like our living quarters are oh my small, gosh. like the upstairs part. And so when they're in the living room and we're in the kitchen, it's it's close. I just can't stand when my pet peeves is when I have to repeat myself over and over and over again. And so I feel like I just start to lose it really quickly. <laughs> That's the teacher in you too, though. Right? We're, we're both teachers. <laughs> That's true. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know if I have a specific example, but right. I know that it's a weakness of mine. Right. I get there fast. So. Yeah. Well, I one when I was thinking about this, I was like, one. There's just one that's stuck in my mind for years, and it still makes me feel like just complete garbage every time I think about it. But so it was with our son. You know, your your firstborn always gets the he's the trial run, right? The trial run. <laughs> so my parents always. Say. Yeah, so you're figuring it out, and I think he was four years old, about maybe about to turn five, because was he four when we lived in this house? No. So he would have been just he would have been five. But he turned five when we were living here. So, right. Yeah. So he was four or five. And I think I mentioned in the first episode that like he has a lot of fears, mm-hmm. like irrational fears. Mm-hmm. Like He's really anxious about a lot of yeah. what, what I what I consider silly things. Oh, yeah. And it's been since he was little. Like, do you remember the elephant toy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's like he was like nine months old. Oh, my this- gosh. It's unreal. So we had this elephant toy. And it would flap. It's one of those animatronic things. You press the button and it moves. Danced and sing. And it would ears flap flapped. its ears. And it, would go, it was, do your ears hang low? Do you do that one? And oh my gosh, when that thing came out and you pressed it, he lost his mind. Screamed. Oh, ran away. 
I mean, couldn't calm him down. He couldn't even like look at it though. We no. had to we had to hide it in the storage room because he yeah. would see it and freak out. I, I remember one time yeah. at your parents' house. I think it was Dalton, our brother-in-law, just brought it out because we knew it would. We knew press it. He just brought it into the room, yes. and it was instant. Like ah, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so I mean, there's that, and it's just continued like after that. Remember bouncy houses. Oh gosh! Holy cow! You, I think he just started going to bouncy houses like a year ago. A year ago, I think, or maybe he's again, seven. He's seven now, <laughs> but like we got to a bouncy, and the kids in a bouncy house were like, "Yeah, go have fun!" And we, he would always want to. He would say, "I want to go to the bouncy house," and we take him up to it, and you get up to it, and he would just refuse and like throw a fit, like, "No, no, 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 no!" I'm like, oh, "Whatever, okay, we don't have to do it." Mm-hmm. And then he'd look at it and be like, "Bouncy house," I'm like, "Okay." And then I remember one time I just threw him in one. <laughs> he lost his mind. He's just sitting there getting bounced by. I mean, a bouncy house is a ruthless. Like it's not. It probably wasn't a good idea for me to do that. But like, that's like welcome to the jungle, baby. Like you're in a bouncy house. Kids are kids are going after it. We're kind of mean parents. Like, sometimes. Turns out. <laughs> anyway, so the 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 irrational fear that he had at this point was bathtub. And he loved to take a bath, but he would not be in it while it was filling. I mean, it was he like... He couldn't even like listen to it, yeah, though. He couldn't hear the water running, and he would freak out. So we'd have to like fill the bathtub, and it was it was in basketball season. I remember that. And uh, Jordan sings on our worship team at church. Um, not a whole lot during basketball, because like I said, bas- high school sports, it's just a grind anymore. And I, I just admire people in it who you know, are doing it the right way, which I was lucky enough to be around that. But yeah, anyway, you, you had a great experience. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm home and uh, I get home from practice and I'm tired. Like it's a grind. And I'm like, I had a long day at school and practice went long and Jordan had to take off right away to get to practice. And it happened to be bath night. So I'm like, well, we've had Leah at this point, our youngest. Mm-hmm. No, I was probably pregnant with no, her. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get Ruby down uh, to bed and I'm I'm like starting up the water and I put and I have Wade in it. I'm like, we're gonna do this fast. Like so I put him in there while he's while it's filling and he freaks out and I am just mad. I'm like, this is so dumb. I wanna get you in the bath and get you to bed so I can just like unwind. Mm-hmm. And I like I'm like, Wade, no, you're gonna sit in it. Like, come on, you you can do this. You're five or you're almost five is probably the words I used. Like, this is ridiculous, buddy. You can do it. And he's fighting me and he's screaming. And he's trying to get out. And, uh, like, I just, like, put him in. I'm like, no. And I'm, like, getting stirred. I'm mad. And uh, he's in it. And, like, I remember, like, he starts, like, shaking, like, trembling. And I'm like, and it hit me. I'm like. Oh my gosh like what am i doing like um it probably didn't hit me until after i guess because i i got him out i was mad i'm like oh smack your butt boom right and then i i dry him off and he's old enough so he can get his clothes on it takes him forever but he can do it so i walk away and like tell him to get his clothes on and like i'm sitting there and i'm just like i come upstairs and like i'm just thinking about it all and i'm like i just can't get the image of him like trembling in fear and at that point i didn't know if it was fear over the bath or if it was like afraid of me and that just killed me Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm sitting up here i'm upstairs and i'm like just like it destroyed me and uh so i go down and apologize to him and give him a hug but 
I just remember thinking like, oh man, what did I do? Like, that was just such a, I just lost it, right? But I mean, we all have, I mean, your parent, you have those kind of stories. Yeah. There's no way you don't, right? Um, so um, I just like, as I think about these things and I think, you know, like obviously we love our kids, right? And so the first verse I want to throw out is, it's, I'm going to go with the, the, the marriage verse, right? Here at every, oh. every wedding, right? So it's First uh, Corinthians uh, 13, 4 through 7. And it's, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes always perseveres. And I look at that, I'm like, well, how, okay, I agree with all that, right? And like, how do you do that consistently? Like, I mean, the first, uh, I mean, the first two things alone, right? Is patient, Mm -hmm. is kind. Okay, (laughs) patient, right? (laughs) A patient just keeps hitting me in the face. I'm like, oh, I am not. So, like, how do you do it, right? It's like when when wasn't it Paul First Corinthians? I think you guys said we're not experts, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, had he ever been around a two year old? <laughs> Was he married? Did he have kids? I mean, yeah. patience. Like, no one's gonna tell me I don't love my kids, but like, am I showing it? Like, is right. that showing up in me biblically? Biblically, you know. I like that you use this verse for parenting. Like, I don't feel like you ever hear it yeah. used with parenting, but all of the, like the qualities that are in that verse, that the qualities of love are like the qualities of a perfect parent. Right. Like, right. So, and those, the days that our kids are doing everything right, that's like super easy. Uh, it's easy to be. <laughs> it's super easy to, easy to show those qualities. Right. Um, but on those hard days, it's, really hard to show those qualities but like our kids like us are sinful by nature um but we have this or at least i do i have this expectation of my kids to never have a bad day yeah that's true like honestly like they should always listen they should never fight they should always eat all of their dinner they should never be pouty they should never be sad like Honestly, so being patient and kind is like really hard yeah. as a parent. Like double sometimes. standard much. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh I'm not any of those things. So it's like but yeah, you're right. Like you're gonna be this, you're mm-hmm. gonna be this, right? You're gonna be this. Right. Like you But I have this. bad days all the time and no one has to tell me to stop having a bad day. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Man. Um so I, w- I wanna read that another verse that comes that I think kind of lends itself to this. Um, this is John fourteen twenty six, Okay. And um, this is Jesus talking and he's talking um, and he's telling them about the Holy Spirit that's going to come. He says, but the counselor, and I think in some versions it says like the helper, um, that the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So, I mean, as you think of this and like the Holy Spirit's one of those tough things to wrap your mind around. Yeah, it really right? is. And, uh, but it, it, we can't do that alone. Like live out first Corinthians 13. You can't, there's no way you can do that. Right. Like you have to have some kind of, um, help. Right. And I think this is the only way it can even come close. And 
like I, th- I think in my mind for a lot of years, I thought like, oh, if I'm, if the spirit's with me, like it's going to be easy, right? Like I'm going to be led by the spirit. Like I'm going to be graceful. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be patient. Right. And I don't think it's, I don't think he comes to just make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like, it's there to, he grounds us and he encourages us and he brings us back. And, you know, to me in that moment, like with Wade, the spirit was me, like me up here thinking about it and it hitting me and then going down and apologizing, right? Like that to me was the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Like in that moment I was mad and I made mistakes and, but his parents a lot of times, um, and I feel like maybe I was parented this way a little bit, like, what I told you is right and wrong and I'm mad at you and then it's and and uh that's it. And even if they felt like they're wrong, maybe I don't ever remember getting apologized too much. And it's not a knock on my parents at all. I mean I love them. They did a great job. Um but even like me going down and saying, I'm sorry, like dad shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have yelled at you. Um I'm sorry, buddy. Do you forgive me? And like to me that's the spirit. I think that's also just popping in here a really good example of showing your kids how to be like Jesus. I mean, Jesus never messed up. He never had to say sorry. Right. But if he had, he would have, he would have like, honestly, (laughs) like it's okay to show your kids that you were weak in that moment and that you made a mistake and to admit that you made that mistake. Yeah. And, to be an example of how to apologize to someone too for when they make mistakes. I, I kind of feel that way about fighting too, like with your spouse, you know, like I'm not saying like, let's just fight with your spouse in front of your kids. <laughs> no, but when you're fighting with your spouse, I mean, you don't have to intentionally go find your no, kids. But, we're going to get, wait a minute. But if something happens in, in front of your kids, I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And I, I don't remember my parents ever fighting much, but I do. I know they had to <laughs> like, that's impossible not to, yeah. but like part of me, I mean, that probably affected our relationship. Like, I never really saw a married couple fight, you know, and I know they did. They probably just waited until we were gone, yeah. right? And uh, you kind of had the opposite experience. Right? I did. I very vividly remember my parents fighting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but I just think you know having those and discussing those and like, I feel like for a long time we've both been bad at apologizing and admitting we're oh, wrong. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that's probably important. Like if you're going to fight, like they need to see the amends. They need yeah. to see the apologies. They need to see. And that is hard, but we're both really bad. Like oh, we're yeah. both stubborn and neither of us ever yeah. want to admit we're wrong well, I'm not, with each other. Yeah. But I'm not wrong usually. So, but yeah. And so I think like, and I think I had this written down, like I had written down just being honest with God. And I'm like, think that is something that the spirits prompts us to do too like so we're both school teachers we talked yeah. about and like lately it's may folks and if you're a school teacher and it's may we have nine days of school left. you know what we're talking about right and like i have just been like oh I, mean, I teach middle school right so it's like you want to talk about freaking war zone um <laughs> middle school kids are weird oh man especially, <laughs> especially in may. at the end of the year but anyway and i just like I have gotten just so mad. Like the minute they walk in and they just start doing the same old stuff. And I'm like, I'm just like, Oh, and I start thinking these just terrible thoughts. Right. And I just like, it hit me the other day. I'm like, I'm just going to tell God about it in my head. Like, Mm -hmm. 
you know, I said, God, I, I don't love these kids right now. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't love them. And I know that's not right. Help me. Help me. And like, I literally have a standing desk and like <laughs> literally the last few days, like I just kind of, they come in and they're crazy and they're doing their crap. And I'm like, I just step back and like, I just kind of just put my head down and I'm like, and that's what I'm doing. When I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm just being honest. I'm like, I don't love them. Help me. Cause I don't, I know I should, I don't change, <laughs> change my demeanor. Like it's kind of like you said, you know, like yeah. the expectations, like, all right, these kids are 12. Um, that's not a fun time in life anyway. No. Right. And a lot of them are going through stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of their home lives are, you know, yeah, different than what I'm used to. But, and uh, yeah, so moving on with it, I, I, got, I had another one of my, this is my favorite, one of my favorite verses of all time. Not the, but one of, and um, this is uh, James one nineteen, and it's uh, just going along with, you know, like taking a moment and uh, just kind of quiet in yourself. And anyways, so here's James one nineteen. My dear brother, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteousness, the righteous life that God desires. That was 20 also. But that's like one of my go-tos. It's like, I, I've always loved that. Like, I mean, I use that in, in interviews, yeah. like in school. Like when I interviewed to come to the middle school, I was like, they talked about like, you know, how do you deal with, you know, staff members and different opinions? I'm like, I, I you know, I come in it with like, I want to be quick to listen. Right? I want to listen first. I want to, because that is something that like has always just stuck out to me as being so powerful. And uh, yeah. But it is easier said than done. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I have noticed in my life, if I'm good about remembering to pray at the beginning of the day, it seems like that's easier if you pray about it first. Or um, if I notice in my morning that I wasn't quick to listen, that I was easily irritated and angered if I pray about it at lunch, my afternoon gets better. But... Again, it's not, I'm not always remembering to pray. Right. <laughs> like, it's not always a thought in my head that, oh, I should ask God to help me with this because I'm really not in a good mood today. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, it doesn't come naturally. No. I don't think. Like, it's. But I think the more you do it, yeah. the more natural it becomes, and then you don't have to remember it anymore. Yeah. Like, it's like anything, so, right? Like yeah. forming a habit. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Good. <laughs> So kind of like going along with just, you know, like these are like spirit filled things I feel like. And as you, you know, as you strengthen your relationship with God, like these things start to come. So I have, you know, the fruit of the spirit written down here, uh, or Galatians 5, um, 22 through 26. So, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And, uh, Oh, did I miss some? Yep. And against such thing, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. Um, so I think, like, these are the things that start to come, you know, into your life. The more you, like I said, I don't think the Holy Spirit is not going to make it easy. But like, as you keep striving towards it, these things I think will become more present in your life. And like, 
even this last two weeks as we've started this thing and like you know i'm in the word more and you and i are actually we're talking about it more yeah i'm praying more and it's just kind of you know i finally get into a point where i feel like my relationship with god is the most important thing like i would have said that my whole life you know or from age like seven till right. now but would i have meant it maybe at a few times in my life but like right now i feel like it's the closest I've ever been to consistently living. And I'm not trying to say like, I'm not, I'm not trying to to make mistakes. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag on that. I'm just, I'm just trying to, yeah, just be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm not, I'm not perfect. I have a long way to go, but yeah. yeah. I also really like verse 26. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. Because I think in all areas of life, but I'm specifically thinking about parenting right now. We we have different strengths, right? You're more consistent. I'm really strong. <laughs> I open the pickle jars. The, there, <laughs> sometimes, since I can get it myself. But anyway, moving on. Um, sometimes, or there's things that Trent is more consistent at or better at than I am in regards to raising our kids. But the, the same is true opposite right yeah but thinking of myself it's really easy to compare so when there's something that you're doing really well and i'm thinking about that i'm getting jealous or oh well yeah jealous of you sometimes when you're Mm. when you're raising our kids but it is so it's like hard to remember that you don't need to compare to each other and the only person we should be comparing to is jesus and trying to be like him and i don't have to be like you every day yeah that's good yeah. Well, yeah. And like, just to speak into your strengths, like just the other day at supper, like Jordan started doing this, like before we eat, she's like, um, okay, who did something kind today? And I was just like, wow. Yeah. Who did something kind today? And so she asked, you know, Wade and Ruby and, um, Leah and she can't, you know, <laughs> she's two, <laughs> she's two so. just turned two. <laughs> yeah. And she is not kind. So <laughs> we're working on that <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just like, I just told her it was it yesterday. And I'm like, I really, I, I love that you started that. Like that. That's such a good thing. Like I never would have thought of that ever, but like, that's like stuff like that. Like you're intentional about that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's good. Thanks. Yeah. There's not a boy for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then the, the last scripture I had written down here is Philippians one six, um, and I think this is just so encouraging. You know, as you talk about like comparing, mm-hmm. and you know, and it's uh, it's Paul writing to the, the Philippian, the Philippians, and it says, um, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So you're like, he's working on us. Mm-hmm. He's not like, I mean, the, I think that's the spirit too. Like he's working in us. It's yeah. if our, like, if that's our mindset and our goal and like our heart's desire, then that will happen. Um, and it's going to be, like I said, it's not going to be an easy thing. It's, Holy Spirit doesn't just come to like, and now you're godly. <laughs> be Wouldn't awesome that be awesome? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I, it, oh yeah, I wrote a song like, this is an oldie, but a goodie. It's weird to say that this is an oldie because it feels like just yesterday that it came out. I think it was 2012 because we just moved up here or something like that. Yeah. But or even before that, actually, 
because we were visiting our good friends Jake and Megan when I heard it for the first time. Um, but it's uh, by a band, band or singer, I don't know, called Gungor. I think I'm saying that right. <laughs> but it's it's called Beautiful Things, and the, my favorite line is, uh, "You make beautiful things out of the dust. You make beautiful things out of us." And there, there's a lot of other lines in that song. So yeah. if you're looking for a goodie, go go YouTube that sucker because yeah. it's a good one. It's a keeper. I just think that verse and that song are really comforting because even when I'm messing up all the time and I'm getting easily angered with anyone, like it's really super easy to lose it on the people you love the most. Me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it does. Doesn't it seem like the people you love the most are the people oh, that... Oh, they take it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But um, it's just comforting to know that he's always at work, always making good things. He has a plan. Mm. Um, and he's forgiven me for all the times I messed up. And he will forgive me every time I mess up again. Um, But yeah. just remembering to try to be intentional and live each day like yeah. Jesus. Teach my kids to be like Jesus. Yep. Just living by example. We, but, yeah, that's awesome. And we get like we get drugged down with that sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just thought of another line in that song. It says, um, "All this earth could a could a garden come up from this ground after mm-hmm. all? Like, mm-hmm. could, can it happen? Like, can we do this? Like, especially even like the, the theme of this podcast, right? Of today's world, like man, it, it you don't have to look far to be discouraged as a Christian parent, right? It's like, oh, like." this is what culture is pushing on my kid now. Like, how do we navigate this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's our, our dream and our goal through this is to talk about some of those hot button issues, um, and work through them, you know, as we keep going. So, um, yeah. Any final thoughts, Jordan? I don't think so. All right. Well, um, if you get a chance, you can check out our website I mentioned it last time. It's www.so dash calledparents.com and you can find out more about us and kind of like our mission with this whole thing yeah. um, and just check it out so yeah that's all for today and remember you are so called to be a parent alright thanks guys yeah.